Insights to Live By, the podcast, discovering new pearls of wisdom to enrich our lives. How might one self-inspire their personal growth spurt? Hello and welcome to Insights to Live By. I am your host, Matt Zinman. So wonderful to be here with you. This is, if you may have noticed, the first time in many, many weeks that there has been a bit of a gap as well as the first time that I'm doing a solo show. So first of all, I'm just so happy to be here. Some things I am very much looking forward to sharing with you. And this very special 75th episode. Now, if you go back to the episode roll, you'll see the last one listed is episode 73. However, there is the episode zero. So this is actually the official episode 75, and thematically, if I may say, also is somewhat of a continuation from episode zero, which was a lot about my personal background and just getting to know me. And if you have never heard that before, I certainly welcome you to allow me to share that part of me with you. And today's show is somewhat of an update on a number of different things that have happened since the podcast had started, and also to explain, ready for it, don't be too disappointed, why the podcast isn't quite going on hold, but it is going to slow down, whether that is uh, episode 75 here is the end of how other podcasts might do a season one, and then when we get back into the swing of things, we'll do a season two. But more than likely, it's just I'm going to interview guests and do solo shows as I can and along the way without any pressure of having to produce every single week because there are other major priorities that are going on. So here we go. Let's let's get into that. Now, you may recall the podcast was something that I had never planned on doing. It evolved really out of my book, Zisms and the pandemic and the way things coalesced, I was doing a number of interviews about the book's release in March of 2020, just as again, as all things shut down, my launch party, my signings, uh, I still have not done many signings for my book, but that will change, I can assure you. One of the things that came about as a result of of writing the book and for the very reason why I wrote it and wanting to make an impact on as many others as possible is what's on the front cover, which is among a number of professional reviews, giving the book high critical acclaim. This one is from Grady Harp. He is a top 100 Amazon reviewer and it says, Zisms is one of the finest guides to stimulate personal and interpersonal growth, which I have to say, is very nice to hear. However, I'm not as much seeking to stimulate personal growth among all else as I am to provide, to deliver personal growth. And one of the challenges that comes about along these lines is that the book is 
a book. And its utility is limited. Once those pages close, do people really put the uh, learnings into practice to improve their lives? Probably in a limited way. And instead, what I've decided to do as I continue to lean in, and I've spoken to this, is that I have spent really the last year developing a major course that has really everything from Zisms brought to life on the practical side so that anyone who goes through the course can put it into practice. And, and here's where I'm a little bit mindful of not seeming overly promotional as much as I am incredibly excited to share with you what it is, share some of the challenges that I am encountering, and again, why those are taking precedence. So now, among all else, I am introducing myself as a speaker, author, podcast host, and course creator. That naturally continues to evolve. I have been thinking about getting into coaching, but the truth is, is that it's not so much my bag. I'm really looking at that mass impact and one-on-one small group coaching uh, isn't really what I am seeking to do. So I am looking to partner and I'll talk more about that as well. Now, working backwards, the priority, now that the course is pretty well done, for me is to get into speaking. I am pleased to share, and hopefully it all works out, that I have applied for and made the finals for a TEDx on a topic not yet ready to share, though one you are familiar with if you've heard prior shows and perhaps have read the book and know what chapter one is. Uh, no hint there. And I am applying to another TEDx. I'm looking to get into paid speaking so I can reach a broader audience. I might start with college campuses. And so all the things that go into building out a speaking business, the learning curve in terms of marketing, the course, other things that are going on for me, they really have to take priority over what I so love doing in terms of the podcast. So once again, I want to promise you, and I keep every promise I make, that the podcast is not going anywhere. And if you have yet to hear any of the other 74 episodes, again, starting with episode zero, I got to say, I think they're all pretty good. And welcome you to go check those out. Now, where the course is concerned, more specifically called the Zisms Life Upgrade, it's really evolved into four courses in one that take about a week each in and around topics of mindset and well-being, relationships, and purpose. And after each one of those weeks, they're on day seven in the three sections of being two days each is a recap, and then when you get to day 29, which is Leap Day, that stands for Life Enrichment Action Plan. The goal is to bring it all together, and the course taker moves forward from there with pretty much a roadmap that's personalized, that has lasting impact, that they continue to put into practice. And if I have yet to mention it, and you've yet to know, I offer a 100% 
promise and guarantee on that course that your life will be upgraded significantly, that you feel you got your money's worth, and that if you don't, then I don't feel worthy of your money and I will refund you 100% or whomever the course taker is. So I certainly welcome you to check that out. I'm super proud of it. And one of the things I've been working through from a marketing standpoint and that learning curve I mentioned is, well, who's this for? And we talk about a life upgrade who is that? Because we all have our lives. Well, I have gotten really specific. And I took a course with a a number of weeks back. It was like 30 hours long over three days. And it was with Tony Robbins and uh, Dean Grazioli. uh, Did I pronounce his last name right? Oops. Uh, And they talk about your dot, which I assume is who is in the middle of of your dartboard. If you had to choose, even though everyone might be on it, who's in the very center? And for me, I think it's millennial professionals who are facing some difficulty or transition. That can be career, relationship. They might be entrepreneurs. Maybe they're at an inflection point around their mindset or greater awareness and purpose and well-being and legacy, all those things that are built in. Anyone who is a self-improvement junkie seeking fresh, actionable content and is ready to do that inner work among all else and they're seeking fresh content because naturally Zisms and the course evolving from it is all original will find this course beneficial. I think a lot of people who are into personal development might slant more toward women, but there's no distinguishing men from women and who will benefit from the course. But when you're talking about something that is built out to take 29 days with about an hour a day, that's not necessarily something everyone can do or would do. And yet at the same time, my question is, well, what's a, what's a life upgrade worth to you? for less than one month out of your entire life to make the rest of it better. But you still have to have that self-integrity about keeping promises to yourself, the self-discipline to create time and space to fully complete the course, not cut corners, don't cheat yourself, and having the grit and resilience to trust the process and stick with it. And I've learned some things about that myself, and not only in in doing the course, as you would expect, I, I, I have to experience it to know uh, all the work out any kinks and so forth. I also did something in recent months called the 75 hard. You may be familiar with it. This guy, Andy Frisella, invented it. And it's just a kind of a lifestyle routine. It's a it's self-discipline routine. And in short, you have to do two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. They can't be back to back. One has to be outdoors. You must drink one gallon of water a day, read a personal development book for at least 20 minutes per day, and stick to some kind of nutrition program, whether it's kind of a diet, but you have to eat clean, no cheating, no cheat meals, and no alcohol for 75 days straight. And you have to take a progress picture so that you're focused on the little details as well. If you miss any one of those elements on any day, you have to start over. And that is why it's the 75 hard. And I think less than 10% actually complete it. And I'm pleased to say I am among that percent. And it was a real test 
of my self-integrity right down to that last weekend. Uh, my wife, Erica, was away at a conference with her company, uh, Isogenics, and that's the weekend I was taking that 30-hour course, and I was cleansing, as, as I'm naturally a consumer of Isogenics, to get my final push, to get to my goal weight. So here I was, uh, you know, the cat's away, if you will, and here I am glued to my computer doing personal development and uh, cleansing without eating uh, to finish the 75 heart strong, and I did. And I, I have to say, as proud as I am of myself, and I finished that back, well, back in mid-August. So it's been uh, August, September, October, three months since. Did I get that right? Two months since. <laughs> and the reality is that without that structure in place, I can't say that I've really held my ground. I mean, obviously, you can't sustain the 75 heart. Some people can, uh, but I think the goal is to do it. A gallon of water a day by itself is something that uh, is an experience, to say the least. Now, staying on point with the theme around personal growth, at the front of the show, this is something I've, I've been doing probably the last 30 episodes or so, I'll say some kind of thematic line before jumping into my, uh, my now trademark right introduction about how you inspire yourself to do a growth spurt. And you know, for me, on one hand, I always look at the fact that I have to be my own parent. You know, with the 75 hard, that is definitely something that I make sure if I'm going to say I'm going to do something, I keep that promise to myself. That's really very important to me as I do with other people, it's, right? It's the whole integrity. You know, what, what do you do when no one else is watching? And uh, I've already re- revealed how that went. The other thing is pushing myself, such as especially with these, these TED Talks, because once you apply, obviously, and hopefully with the finals here that I'm accepted, well... I think it's almost exactly 90 days from now, I'm going to be on the dot. I'm going to be on the stage in front of a very large live audience talking about my topic, doing my first TEDx of what I hope will be at least three, maybe four TEDx's next year, which is very ambitious. I also have a TED talk. And if you don't know the difference between the two, I don't think I'm going to get too much into it here. Feel free to check that out. But I do have one topic that I have validated uh, that is related to all of my work with the nonprofit, with the Internship Institute, that is worthy of going to you know the, the big guy, straight to TED, and get on the big stage. So it'd be nice to get the experience of however many TEDx's that are accepted and I am able to do next year. But the point in bringing it up is that once you set that goal for yourself, that you put yourself out there and say, well, I'm going to do a TED, well, let's say I hear, and I very well may in the next week, that I've been accepted, it's like, oh, holy smokes, Uh, I'm going to be on that stage in 90 days. I have a lot of work to do, a lot of growth to have happen, and some things you don't know about me, nor would, is I I do have, I mean, I've spoken before in, in crowds I presented, but it's different at the, at the level of TED. And they almost want you to memorize the speech, which I don't expect I can do, uh, nor is that my style. But at the same time, I really have to be on point and sharp and 
do something that is just practice, practice, practice. And so I'll be going through, I've put myself in a position of having to do that growth spurt. No choice, right? You're accepted. I'll be on that dot. I have to meet the standard for myself that I want out of that amazing opportunity. And another area where, of course, I am in a steep learning curve does have to do with the the course and the other endeavors even around the speaking. I did, you may know, start my career in marketing. I'm out of Temple University in Philadelphia, a journalism degree and uh, public relations. I worked for PR agencies through the first 10, 12 years of my career, started my own agency, Z Communication, in 2002. I've worked for myself ever since then. And then I did another 15 years with the Internship Institute. But when it comes to things like marketing a book, marketing a course, it's completely different from anything I've ever done. And not only that, there's the the strategy of, well, how do you present that? Because so much has changed during the pandemic, it's certainly the, the dynamic around the offerings courses, many of which are free, like everyone and their mother, brother, and sister seem to have a course. And so from the consumer standpoint, how does anybody distinguish, well, why would I take this one versus that one or pay for one versus do one for free and who has the time and you know, on and on and on. And so how do I get around that? And I'd love to share with you some of my thoughts here of what I'm trying to work out and really, I'm accessible. So if you have any ideas uh, pointing me in the right direction, I'm certainly open to uh, anything that you might have to offer. Just reach out. Reach out. Uh, so certainly you've got the general consumer, the dot that I mentioned around millennial professionals in transition. And certainly it goes beyond that to self-improvement junkies. But it takes a lot to generate enough exposure in order to get people, number one, to get to know you, to trust you, to then open their wallet to you, uh, on and on and on. And that certainly takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of time. And I think the science is that you have to touch, you know, in terms of, um, someone knowing about you at least seven times before maybe even they engage and then come through that somewhat like a funnel process. And in my experience so far, it doesn't, it's not, it's not working for uh, a number of reasons that may have to do with number one, how many resources can I put against it? Can I really be patient enough with the time involved. And yes, I'm still going to be doing the things that reach out to consumers and social media, and I'm ramping up a YouTube channel, which is a whole other project that's going on right now. I have to up my game around video work. Sure, people are going to see me in that way, but I think it's going to be difficult to get traction anytime soon. And listen, after writing the book and having the nonprofit sidelined and doing the obviously free podcast, commercial free podcast, and then doing everything to create the course, uh, I I would like to have more happening in the way of ringing the register. And I want to feel like I have some control because I do honestly feel a little bit like I'm grasping at straws. And it's like, what's it going to take? So there are two other prongs 
that I'm currently exploring. And I really think that there is a lot of merit to it. And it gives me a sense of control. One of which is with life coaches and leadership coaches who obviously are working with similar clients who are already committed to doing what they're they're doing in their personal growth, that my course is a curriculum for the coaches to take others through. And it's a great way to start off an engagement or let's say a coach has been working with someone for some time, maybe go and do a self-improvement tune-up. Uh, something of that nature. And I'm starting to get encouraged by the early feedback that I'm getting around it. The other is to go direct to employers. Now, there are so many remote workers and so much shifting going on and the things that are trending in and around people wanting or seeking or getting new jobs and the whole notion of employee engagement and retention And training in the corporate environment is not as much about bringing a trainer on site into some conference room for an all-day session. And people are working, obviously, you know, at home. And how you have accountability around someone who, let's say, I'm that employer and you're an employee or the other way around, and you're sponsoring this course, essentially saying, hey, I want to help you grow as a a person as a professional and here is what the course does now on the professional in the work skills area well you're talking about all things like communication teamwork relationship building there's that whole module critical thinking problem solving goal setting emotional intelligence conflict resolution and avoidance productivity around organization, time, and energy management, and then career advancement and professionalism. My whole in that module four in and around purpose and legacy is that third section on career and livelihood alignment. And that brings to bear a lot of my resources and expertise from my work with uh, in the career field with, with the nonprofit and a lot of resources that I developed that are now part of this course. On the self-improvement side, certainly you're looking at self-awareness, confidence, having a positive mindset, mood management, a whole section on that, perspective around your perceptions, putting your intuition into practice, and a lot about life enrichment around mindfulness and gratitude. And by the way, I didn't memorize that. I do have a few notes in front of me to help me share that, but just to give you a little bit more of a sense of what this is so that it aligns, so that you understand why it is I'm thinking that life and leadership coaches and going direct to employers to train their team members are what I think are viable. And the other part of it that I'm really maybe most proud of all to share is that the course stands well on its own. And I've had a number of people take it and come through uh, what you may know is called beta and just the testimonials that we have and talking to people about what their experience is. It's like, wow, this this is an involved course. So when you get into it, does it draw you in? Yes, absolutely. After week one, that whole mindset reset, do you want more? It's like, I got to do more of this. No, they want more. It's consistent. And 
part of it for me, as opposed to maybe how other people do things, is that there are those who promote courses that are kind of vaporware, and then they build the course you know, after people are enrolled. Personally, I just couldn't do it that way. I, I, as I mentioned, really went deep and built this out and did everything I just described in terms of getting it tested so that I could believe in it, so that I can be heart-centered in serving around the impact that really was from the origin of writing Zisms in the first place. And now, let's assume that we have some traction that happens through working with coaches, which is not a conflict because I'm also not coaching, and going direct to employers that those clients of the coaches, those employees are going to experience the course and word of mouth will take over because the course stands well enough on its own, more than well enough. And there's the old adage that no amount of marketing is going to help a terrible product uh, sustain in its uh, market performance. That sounded really official saying that. I don't know, some some brain cells that, that came about to bring that to you. And the other part of this particular episode is it's a little bit more Joe Rogan style. I am winging it. And so when I am looking, now that I've said it, I'm just going to sound like I'm winging it. <laughs> uh, if you are those employers, if certainly it applies to anybody who is seeking that work and life skill, uh, professional training, that personal growth. I'm thinking, well, certainly there are HR companies, advertising PR agencies, recruitment firms, employee benefits, financial services, engineering, insurance agencies, right? Where the professional millennials are, uh, tech service, even real estate and hospitality are ideas. So that's a really broad uh, field to pursue. And again, with the learning curve and getting traction in the market, I wish that the podcast wasn't at a sacrifice, but the, the weekly, uh, you know, getting the right guest, producing it if it's a solo show, doing all of the uh, promotions, there's a lot behind it. And I am a bit remiss, but again, the shows will be back. Uh, maybe I'll do one a month for the rest of the year just to keep it going. And it's also going to depend on, well, who do I encounter? I think guests are going to be happening more organically than proactively. And so with that, just some final thoughts. First and foremost being, thank you. Thank you so much for being here right now for any of the other shows that uh, hopefully you've found beneficial and just being part of this journey with me as I am looking ahead to what already feels like I'm already into 2022. It's just a very ambitious year ahead, uh, including, by the way, uh, a book, a second book that is in the works that has evolved through Zisms, through the podcast, through the course development. And when Zisms originally came out, it was like, well, when's your second book? And I'm like, I don't know, ask me in 10 years, you know, because I gave this one my all. And suddenly here, less than two years later, I am really fully well-formed in this book in and around the concept of happiness, which 
is also built into the course. And for those of you who don't know, happiness in and into itself, just ever briefly, is about having a reflex of positivity to real-time events. And in order to do that, it's it's not just looking on the bright side of things, it's living in the silver linings. And it's a, it's a life skill. It's not a state of being. It really is a way of life. And it's something that you need to develop through many of the practices that are built into the book and the course, starting with, well, how do you stay present? And that's where self-kindness comes in to let go of your past and the, it being so definitive and then earn confidence and how that helps you to outsmart future uncertainties like worry and anxiety and assumptions then over to well our daily ruminations living in the not now one of the greatest sources of unhappiness well how do you get how do you police yourself how do you catch the just underlying inner critic and the things that take you out of the present. You have to get better at all of those things in order to really develop that reflex. It's an ability that is yet to be a skill, and that's the goal. And then beyond that, you start pushing forward into areas of, well, now that you're present, having an energy alertness, not only about yourself and how you manage your days, but your encounters with others Then we get into life enrichment, mindfulness, gratitude, purpose, defining your why, all the things that I think by now you know are very well established. So that's more honorable mention. It's really that front end that I am focusing on. And hint, hint, that is what the second book will be about. And so, having said that, I miss you already and I certainly look forward to sharing when the time comes this continuing journey wishing you all the best thanks again hope you enjoyed this episode of insights to live by be sure to connect with me at mattzinman.com in our happiness community and get our free video series three zisms for a better life wishing you and yours an enriching day And we'll see you next time.